I, I figure you and I do pretty well by ourselves. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we I, handled it last summer, right? That's right. Yeah. Repeatedly so, for an extended period of time. Yeah, we're, we're professionals. How dare you? <laughs> well, so here we are. What's, uh, what's happening in technology for you? Uh, I, uh, are, are you at all like interested in talking about the cable that might come with your new phone? Yes. Apparently this is, this is, this makes big news. Apparently it's, yeah. Yeah. USB-C cable, obviously with Mm -hmm. the new, with the new pros anyway. Right. We know, do we know what the, the regular ones will have? Yeah, I guess this, so I think the regular ones are also expected to be USB-C. Okay. That's a relief. And but uh like the the thing that's most remarkable to me is people the the joke or the the slag on Apple is oh they're always changing their cables. And that's not really true, right? Like <laughs> no, it was not. 30 pin for a long time. It's been lightning <laughs> for even longer than it was 30 pin. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah I, I don't really have a beef with it. Like I think the difference is that Apple for a long time has used proprietary cables for some things, which is well within their right when they make yeah. their own stuff. And like competitors phones and devices haven't just used one thing they but they've used various standards and now apple's gonna use a standard allegedly I mean, which makes I sense mean, i'm sure USB-C probably existed a long long time ago but was not widely available right yeah um so i i appreciate the fact that they switched to lightning because it was a much better cable than, that's right than the dock connector do you so, ever get really mad though when you think about how just regular old USB, I guess it's USB A cables, how they could be reversible and just nobody ever built support for them to work that way, but they were oh, yeah. they could sure. do that. Man, makes me mad. <laughs> Still makes me mad. That's, that's a given. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I and and again, I think that it's a better I think USB C is is better than Lightning. So and and the fact that I will have a, a cable for basically everything. Right. The the biggest, the only beef I would say that I have with USB-C stuff is uh, that identical looking USB-C cables can have different functionality. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And that's a but, flaw. But they all do power. Yeah, exactly. They all do power. Uh, so no, I'm I'm actually excited. Like right now, I've got various chargers in the house that have two ports on them, like one USB-A and one USB-C plug. <laughs> I know, that's going to be... <laughs> That, weeding those out is going to be the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, and like because I yeah because I have a drawer full of and I don't particularly for my phone I don't use a cable hardly ever. Um, I just you know I use MagSafe for everything. I love so. to plug my phone in in the car. It doesn't even connect to the like it doesn't the car doesn't use that. It just uses it for charging. But I like to if I'm driving somewhere to make sure that my phone is getting juiced at that time. So that's that's the place where it matters. Just to because me. it's a faster charge. Honestly, just because it's a place to charge. Like most of the time, I'm not charging. But if I'm going somewhere, I'm going out. I want it to be as full as possible when I get wherever I'm going. Yeah. So it's just but just Mag, because it's Mag there. MagSafe charges really. it too. I mean, so Mag. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a MagSafe charger in my car, but I think okay. more and more cars are coming with MagSafe chargers built in, or you can get. I think you should have aftermarket. a MagSafe charger in your char- in charger in your car. But isn't that even slower though? <laughs> Doesn't that slow it down? It is slow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's slower. Yes, but um, but still, it's so much more convenient. Mm. Although, although I still have a cable that runs to my MagSafe charger, which right. kind of bugs me because because it runs fast. Like I don't have a I don't have it secured. Like I 
I've never looked into that to like find something. You have something a loose MagSafe charger in your car. I have a loose, well, it's a loose, you know, I think it's a USB-C cable that goes to my MagSafe charger. And it's just, it's going from the console, you know, like the armrest in between the, the two front seats across the console and then up to the MagSafe charger. Because the other one, there's one that's like on the, on the, the dash, you know, at the bottom of the dash, but that connects to the system. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I don't, so I don't want to use that. And it's so the every time I want, you know, I use the merge, emergency brake or whatnot. It, it, and I'm and I'm shifting all the time because it's a manual <laughs> transmission. So it yeah, becomes I, a concern, and I'm constantly fiddling with it to try and make sure that it's in a place where it's not going to get tangled in my hand when I go to shift. Some websites have recently decided that I must love stick shift cars, and I keep getting advertised mm. like little shirts for your gear shifter. I don't know if you've seen these. <laughs> it's like it really is that it's like these mini shirts for your gear shifter so that it looks like your gear shifter is a little well-dressed person (laughs) they call them gear stick hoodies you can find them on amazon as well i see no thanks yeah i I will pass but i see them all the time right now i will pass i it's funny that i have never seen those and i Mm. actually have a manual transmission car well but instagram would like yeah and i would not get like you know apparently some of the i think the which car? I can't remember. I can't remember which car it is. But there's a car that um, is a, an electric car that comes with a manual, like a faux manual transmission. That's weird. Which I think is absolutely absurd. When I, I finally get a, an electric car, I am not going to get some sort of bogus manual transmission. No, that's that's for people I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, if you if you yeah. happen to have one, it's fine. I, um, okay, these are these are kind of cute. Yeah, they're cuter Looking than you expect. Neck. But um, but no. <laughs> when you I mean, were I guess talking... I guess, oh yeah, and like sometimes some I mean in the uh most of the my gear shift is is leather, but uh, some of it is metal and it can be cold in the winter. And I guess that's part of the point. <laughs> oh, so it has an actual functional use besides Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, so you're so you're not having to touch the cold metal in the winter. All right. Uh, did but, you see this? Uh, you mentioned no. cables in the box, and made me think of the the New Yorker article from David Owen that came out about a week ago. Did you see that about about what happens to all the stuff we return? No, I did not. So it's basically, you know, it's a New Yorker article, so it's well written, but also very long about <laughs> uh, like this show, slightly um, pretentious. But it's about what happens with the the return economy, with all the stuff that gets shipped back, and different companies that Amazon and others outsource to to handle all the returns, and like. One thing that happens is this, this thing was like some people return vacuums because they don't realize they have to empty them. So the vacuum gets full and then it stops working and then they just send it back. Great. Um, <laughs> but one of the things we're talking about is like how most printers today can only be configured via Wi-Fi uh, out of the box. And yeah. so when they get those returns for people who couldn't figure that out, they restock them as refurbished units and put a cable in as well. <laughs> and then they get returned less because with a cable, it's easier for people to figure them out if they don't know how to use the Wi-Fi on the printer, which I found amazing i can't stop thinking about it yeah that is a that is a thing that i have struggled i mean well printers in general or yeah i mean it's 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 a thing i've been struggling with for 30 years 30 plus (laughs) years probably um but we i I don't know if it's from switching networks but we did that like three years ago no two years ago i don't know it it, we had some that would just fall off the network for some reason so i finally had to sit down and like 
reconfigure. I think I think what it was was they were. Actually, I think it was from switching networks. I think Karen had a couple of printers that just never got moved off the old network, and she kept she would just switch to the old network to switch to print. And I found out about that later. I was like, "Oh, you shouldn't have to do that." I, I remember um, years ago when I was setting up some new Wi-Fi network in the house. I was like, "Oh, I'll make it easy, so I don't have to reconnect everything. I'll just name this network the new network with the same name as the old one and the same password." That was a mistake. I would recommend never doing that. Oh, you say that's a mistake because I because you guys I think you guys had recommended you know you had asked me why I didn't do that when when I switched when I created a new network. It ended up being and a why is that nightmare. why so why do you think that's a mistake? Well, I guess because the devices themselves have a different IP or a different MAC address or both. Um, yeah, so it doesn't actually see it as the same thing. And then when you when it's like a remembered connection on some devices, I, I remember it eventually turned into a nightmare. For some devices, it worked great, and for other devices, it really meant that I had to make the device forget everything it ever knew <laughs> about life. Uh, it was very sad. Yeah. I remember being a big struggle, but I'm also like, I never want to change my Wi-Fi again because of all the different devices and yeah. apps that know how to connect. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And that's why I still, and I still have that. I, I was walking by it just the other day. I'm like, why haven't I decommissioned this, this old network? It's just plugged into the, the new router. Um, this old network sounds like it should be hosted by Bob Vila. It's just, <laughs> it's just work, right? I mean, it's just, I, you know, I'm going to disconnect it and a bunch of things are going to stop working. And <laughs> yes. then it's going to be like rushing around trying to like, everyone's going to complain. And then I have to. Now, I, I know you're something. you're not a fan of, of <laughs> the Echo as a product line. I really appreciate with my Echoes that they are one of the fastest ways I can figure out if my internet connection is active. <laughs> Just by saying, you know, hey you, are you online? And it's the easiest way to know when I'm dealing with, like, hey, is this an issue with my phone mm. or my computer's mm-hmm. Wi-Fi connection or is it the whole house? And I can ask one of those guys and they tell me right away. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, well eh, you know, I guess. And then it tells <laughs> the police. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, which I'm fine with. <laughs> that that Lex's, Lex's network is online. <laughs> if you need anything, Lex's network is fine. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh man. With, I, with I wanted to do some follow-up. Let's do it. Um, yeah, because we were asked last time about podcasts that we enjoy that are not tech, I think. Is that mm, what, what yes. the question was? Anyway, there was a question yeah. about podcasts. Non-tech and, podcasts um, on which we have not guessed was the question. Oh yeah, and I've definitely not guessed <laughs> guessed it on this one. <laughs> a because it's smart, and B because it's about uh, ancient civilizations. But uh, mm-hmm. it's called the Fall of Civilizations, um, and I forgot about it because it comes out very rarely. I mean, there's probably one a quarter at most. I would that sounds say. like a dream. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, we had advertisers. We had we had to do work today. That's right. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it's um. It's a it's a, it's a British guy who discusses you know he picks a particular civilization um, that has you know ancient civilization that has fallen and and goes into great detail about it. You think they're at least at least an hour long, um, and it's super well done. Uh, so I highly recommend it if you're at all interested in history. When we had that conversation last week, I didn't mention This American Life because to me it's like synonymous with podcasting, like it's such a, an old school original podcast, but. Then I, I spent the whole week feeling guilty that I hadn't mentioned it because it is great. If you've never tried This American Life, or you're like, oh, that, it's yeah. got to be too hoity-toity or something. Like, it's just great. It is so- I listened to it from time to time. And we watched, Karen and I watched, the, they had a show for a while. They had a TV they show, did. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we watched all of that, I think. Um, but they didn't do it very long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Was that, uh, was that Netflix? Or was that- I, I think it was Showtime, maybe. Um, or something like that, but you know, I was optimistic about that show because, in my opinion, the Ira Glass is always half full. But the 
why? I don't know. Just but, one question. Why? <laughs> I do really like that podcast, though. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, do you want to discuss Apple Music Discovery? <laughs> yeah. After oh, after wanna, having some time to... to I want to discuss uh, the broader music. Apple Music ecosystem. I, I'm oh, still be even better. I still get angry at Apple Music, the app. Like, every once in a while, search just disappears for me. And then more often, even oh, if really? search still is there... Are you the, uh, yeah, on your phone? Mostly on my Mac. Okay. And yeah, then that, I, while, that I can see. When that <laughs> I don't happens, know why, but yeah, that makes, that makes much more sense to me. I sometimes lose, again, on the Mac, the Apple Music versus your library toggle, which is yep. like the dumbest toggle ever. I hate it. Yep. <laughs> you just know, hey, if it's in yeah. my library, show that. And if it's not, show it from Apple Music. <laughs> I wonder how much of this is a web view. I mean, I'm assuming most of the stuff in the uh, the main window is some sort of web view rather than... Mm, I could believe like, that. You know, it's not like a... I mean, I don't know. Um, but and I And I just imagine that for some reason some css is not working right and the that that field is just disappearing for various reasons yeah so i, but, I definitely i find that part frustrating and then i uh, apple owns shazam and the shazam experience remains better on other devices on non-apple devices than it is on apple devices like i just saw it literally today right before we started recording that there's an update to shazam that has some lock screen widgets where you can trigger shazamming from your lock screen great but i have buddies with google pixels that are always shazamming like when the phone's out, if it hears a song, it'll always show for you. Hey, here's the last 10 songs that I was around. And I think that's cool. And I want my phone to do that. Mm. But now I'm ready to talk about the discovery playlist, which that means, I it's, that means it's listening. That means it's listening all the time. Yeah, but so is, so is your iPhone. It's ready for you to, to well, but say. Is it, but, know, is it, but is it passing that on to well, Apple in this case? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, fair. first to Google and then to Apple. I, I don't know. That was your um, it, the thing that the thing that I can't get to work is when I am playing something on the Sonos and I ask uh, the HomePod what's playing. You know what song? I say what song is this? And it will say nothing is playing. Oh, it's that like, sucks! Come on, you can hear this. There's no doubt in my mind that you. can Oh, because it's, it's not listening, right? It's just it's just it's only looking to see what's playing. On it's itself. only looking to see what it's playing. Yeah, that's rude. I think that's dumb. Um, I, I guess agree. it can't. Like maybe it can't Shazam. I mean, I, I suppose it can't. Yeah, what um, if maybe it's worth saying Shazam this song and seeing if it does it? Yeah, maybe I could try that. Um, but so I'm I'm still excited about the discovery list. But like I was complaining last time when you said you had never tried to trigger it with Siri, I can't get it to come with Siri. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried. I, I tried it on the HomePod. I couldn't get it to work either. <laughs> I didn't try very long, but I but I tried a couple of times, a couple of different things, and it did not work. I also um, I so far. <laughs> Like uh, discovery is very hit and miss for me, but you're having a better experience, I believe. Well, so I have now used it probably three times. Um, the first time was very short, um, and the results were not great. And that was before we talked about it the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sort of not, you know, I didn't hate what it played for me, but I didn't love it. And then the second time, um, I played it for hours, and it was just nailing it. I mean, I got so many new songs. I was just, I was thrilled with how it worked. Now, and did you do third, anything when you heard a song that you liked? Like, would you thumbs it up somehow? Or I would it? save it to playlists or save oh, it right. to my library or whatever. I had. And I, and I, um, yeah. And I favored it a few of them, um, hearted, hearted them, I guess. Or is it, is it like, is it hearts on one thing and stars on something else? Is that, 
because <laughs> I believe Apple Music has historic stars support, but you have to well, show stars now. Yeah, but that that's like a rating, right? That's yeah. a star rating as opposed yeah. to like just starring. It. The thumbing up um, or starring is, I think, what the indicator is to Apple about how much you like it at this point, as they algorithm. Well, so it, I'm looking in my on my Mac. And I can see that there's a star field as well, or a heart field, rather, right next to particular songs. Um, and so now I'm looking at... Yeah, okay, so love is... Yeah, love is um, heart... It, love, heart, whatever, um, is also on... Love phone. is a heart field. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pat Benatar. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then the third time, it was much less good it oh was interesting not as i wouldn't say as bad as the first time it was i could tell it was trying and <laughs> <laughs> like i think the first time it played just like a bunch of stuff that i had was not familiar with at all like uh new stuff that i had never heard before and was was kind of like this is fine but it's not great it's not really doing it for me right um the second time it just like it just nailed this mix of new and old stuff and some you know some non-US and you know mostly US stuff, but um, you know some. I mean, some in foreign languages, um, because occasionally I will listen. Particularly like when I'm writing, I I have found like listening to uh, a playlist of uh, the two different ones that I like the most are like African music and um, Latin pop hits <laughs> that are, are both super fun. So uh, yeah. and and which is great because they're usually in you know they're usually in other languages, and so I don't the languages I don't speak and I don't, I can write while I listen to them because it's not distracting me. Ah, like I'm not singing along. Yeah. Like, and if I listen to regular like rock, um, while I'm trying to write, it's much more difficult. Um, yeah, I have that problem. I, because I, yeah. I I'm, I'm more, listen, I have to like how the song sounds, but I'm definitely more of a lyrics person. And so <laughs> whether I know the song or don't know the song, I'm, I'm starting to listen to his words at which point all writing and reading <laughs> shuts down. So I, I have yeah. the same problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the third time it was it was just it was playing you know I mean I like some I like a lot of old music too but it was playing a lot of cheap trick which is just not my thing and it's like I can kind of see where you got that based on some of the things that I've liked but that but no and and just not really anything that I was super into so I don't know what the I mean I think part of it might have been that like. <laughs> they had some good ones up front and they were like hey what about these and i was like yeah. yeah i love that and then it's like you go back to the well and it's like well this well is is now dry but and i mean like, it's gonna be hard because it's such a personal thing because like i've said before like, you know like i didn't like i don't like duran duran for whatever reason i think that's just that's me you know that's a weird thing <laughs> but like what we're these, part of my personality spotify is known to be good at this thing and Apple clearly has tons and tons of data now on what, you know, people listen to this, also listen to this, but you need to have some screen that's not even for power users, but for power listeners, I guess, right? But some screen where you can get more in depth than just thumbs up and thumbs down, right? Like, hey, yeah. never play this artist. Or yes. uh, here, here are artists that you should heavily favor or heavily favor the ecosystem surrounding those artists or whatever. But like, I need to be able to say, first, like whenever I'm doing a recommended playlist like that i want on home screen on lock screen buttons to thumbs up and thumbs down like to, to give that signal right away i don't have to open an app or talk to see or anything else like i want it really accessible to say thumbs up or non-thumbs up <laughs> yeah. and i want to have some place where i can customize saying don't play you know 
who do you hate Duran Duran? Don't play Duran Duran. Um, yeah. And it's it's or weird that they don't give you those you know tools. I mean? like, yeah. Just no anti-Semites or... No, yeah, right. I mean, there should be a button for that. It's a very short playlist. <laughs> wow. Really? That... Well, there's, there's a whole lot recently who've decided that they can just be... be yeah, public. yeah. Well, that's probably... Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. just great. I no, don't it's... see um, anywhere in like in the Mac app anyway to to do that right i mean i don't see like a place to refine your yeah no i oh, i oh boy hang on. i i pressed play on a song to see what would happen and that was very loud um so yeah, i i i can so to get to love or dislike on apple music you have to click on the triple dots where the song title is at the top of the yeah. window and that's dumb mm-hmm. that's like that's too many damn clicks yeah I just want it visible. That's not so much to ask, John. I'm apparently sharing uh, a bunch of playlists that I had absolutely no idea I was sharing. <laughs> Let's just cancel that. There we go. <laughs> just get rid of those. Um, okay. Well, you know what you shouldn't cancel, John? Factor. <laughs> This episode oh, of the no, is brought to you by not. Factor. With a busy fall season just around the corner, too soon, Factor, but you're right. With a busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Multi, you've had some Factor meals. I have, and I've enjoyed them all, by the way. And the... The meals themselves are great, but um, the convenience is is unparalleled, really. That's absolutely right. It's like two minutes to to heat one up. It's and, and the the smoothies that they send are pretty great too. Like oh my I, God, the I'm not are great. always a yeah. banana person. I'll eat a banana, but I don't always <laughs> want it in my smoothie. But I the strawberry banana smoothie they ship is fantastic. I'm a big fan. I I love the the mango one is just is the mango and the passion fruit. Or uh, I think it's those are in high fruit, demand right? amongst or, my kids. They they yeah. battle over tropical who gets fruit. Them. Tropical fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store. Oh, man, that felt like a poem. You can skip the extra trip to the grocery store, and Dr. Seuss would add some more. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, and you have more than 34 flavor-packed options to choose from every week. And if you want something special, level up with Gourmet Plus options, prepared to perfection by chefs, and ready to eat in record time. So you can treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Plus, you can keep your energy up with Lunch to Go, Factor's effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers, no microwave required. Then, to finish your order, choose from 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and smoothies. And you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice because Factor offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door, along with sourcing renewable electricity and featuring sustainably sourced seafood. Head to factormeals.com rebound50 and use code rebound50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code rebound50 at factormeals.com rebound50 to get 50% off your first box. Our thanks to Factor for their support of this show and my kids bellies it really is great yeah yeah it, it is a delight when they show up i mean hank of course airs through them yeah gotta hold them back <laughs> uh let's see we have a bunch of questions from rebound prime listeners you want to you want to yeah. tackle some of those sure rebound prime of course is what they get... offer dan i mean that's <laughs> yes this is that where you get bonus episodes you get uh bootlegs you get to ask us questions and you get to join our member discord 
where many people submit questions like this one from Kelly F. Contributing to the Apple questions, which was more important to the Apple we see today? The release of the iPod, ostensibly recovering from bankruptcy, or the iPhone? More important the Apple we see today, the Wait, iPhone. are those three? Those are three different No, those things? are two. The release of the two. iPod, which was ostensibly recovering from bankruptcy, or the iPhone. So is it iPod or iPhone more important to the Apple we see today? I think it's the iPhone because iOS basically powers everything too. they do. Yeah. And, and uh, while the iPod did rescue them from banquets, bankruptcy, the, the amount of takeoff that happened from the iPhone in terms of the company's size and net worth and... Uh, I think respect <laughs> uh, was was much more was much bigger and and I and, and you know and if 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 they hadn't released the iPod and then were still around to release the iPhone I think that would have still happened and that would have saved the company. That's right. And they I, were they were doing they were doing better anyway before the iPod came out and I think a lot of their improvement was I mean they did they obviously the iPod contributed an awful lot. But um, they were just, they were doing better with Macs too. Yeah. And I, like the iPhone clearly changed the world. The iPod was very impactful, but man, the iPhone, the iPhone yeah. changed everything. I don't think that's hyperbole. Yeah. I don't think it is either. Uh, listener Go Jason, there. who is not Jason <laughs> Snell says, Apple buying Disney. Are you fucking kidding me with this rumor? <laughs> I don't think it's a rumor that Apple is going to buy Disney. I think it's No, I don't discussed. think it's a rumor either. It's speculation. And yeah. I don't think it's insane. I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's I don't crazy. think it's, yeah, I don't think, right. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I just don't see them um, going, doing such a huge purchase, honestly, because every purchase that they've done, I mean, Beats was the biggest one and it was like, what, three or three billion? Something like that. So, something and honestly, like that. if they did it, I this assume they would do it on like, an Apple card and get a couple percent back. And that'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, they... I mean, I mean, this would be a, obviously a lot bigger and I don't, it doesn't seem like it would be, it would give them that much that they don't, that they don't already have. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the, I guess it's the intellectual property, but it, do they, do they need that? <laughs> Can't they just, like, they have the Ted Lasso universe. Right. <laughs> the Ted Lasso extended universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could, they could, they, they could practically make a Ted Lasso extended universe, honestly. Um, and be be putting out content that people would enjoy uh so yeah we're kidding you um holger says rumor has it that apple won't offer leather cases for the upcoming iphone 15 what do you think apple will replace them with if they do have a replacement what materials would you like to see related bonus question that has probably been answered before <laughs> are you a case person or not yeah. uh, so dan had suggested pleather and i said no mm-hmm. the pleather is all mine that's what you missed if you weren't on the discord <laughs> Um, my, I, I understand what this so many means. signups after this. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. They're, they're going to use different materials for a case, right? But like the dream to me that Apple will never do, but is the answer to me is make the whole phone out of the case. I know we make this joke sometimes, but like the phone, yeah. the phone shouldn't need a case. I, so to answer your other question, I don't use a case. I haven't used a case in two phones now. My phone is scratched to hell on a screen, but you can't see it when you're using it. I can just see it when it's locked and that really pisses me off. But what am I going to do? But the, the phone shouldn't need a case. The phone should be built in a way where it can be dropped and it's fine. <laughs> And it bounces back up into your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's, I mean, it seems like that would sell pretty well, right? I mean, right. you'd think that it would. I don't know. They they don't seem to think that, right? They think that it needs to be pristine in its natural form, I guess. Building I airbags. I mean, there's supposed to be, there needs to be some sort of hand feel that you get when you first pick it up. And, you know, maybe I think, maybe maybe they're right. 
Um, but I also see the appeal of something that comes, uh, you know, non-destructible, <laughs> I guess. But I am, I am also no case. I used to, I, I have a case for my current phone, um, and I used to put a case on when I would leave the house, like when I would go out someplace um, where I didn't know what was going to happen and didn't know if I might get my phone out and drop it on a, you know, on the pavement. Um, and I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I just, uh, I just, I mean, I do get Apple care, so I am protected if, if I happen to drop it, but exactly. And Dan and I do that, um, the Apple trade in thing where you get built in Apple care. And so I just, yeah, I just don't worry about it. Yeah. I just don't worry about it. all everybody else in my family uses a case though. Yeah. Karen, definitely Karen. I mean, she dropped a number of phones <laughs> to begin with. And so she usually gets a pretty, a fairly sturdy case. Uh, uh, Hank has not had a case in a while and has done pretty well. Wow. Uh, did he break this? I think, uh, I think he might've broke the, the screen. He's had this phone for a long time though. It's a 10 R. Um, and he's had it for a number of years now and I think he broke it once, but, um, he's been doing, he's been doing a good job with it. So, and he used to drop them regularly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, kids. Uh, Jason's back with a follow up and actually says, as a follow up to my previous question, if Apple ends up taking over Disney, what are some of the improvements to the theme park experience you look forward to most? Hang on a second. I wasn't done. I don't think I was done with that question, with that previous question. I forgot. Well, no, I forgot something because (laughs) I I was wondering if Apple could somehow make a case that was biodegradable. (laughs) Yeah. I, like that. I mean, like, isn't there, isn't there, don't you think there could be a way that they make a case out of some sort of, yeah, every once in a while you get a material where it is biodegradable, um, that comes in the mail or whatever. And you're like, wow, that doesn't feel like it's a biodegradable material. Um, it seems like they could make a case that's biodegradable. Yeah. That's but then I guess it would biodegrade, but I mean, you know, over a long period of time. Right. Or maybe like flavored. So if I was really hungry, mm. I could lick it or take a bite or something. That'd be nice. How about it? Yeah. One that's, uh, um, Swedish fish. Yes. Or even just scratch and sniff. <laughs> I wouldn't want chocolate. <laughs> no, I understand that. Okay. So, so now, so now Jason wants to know how are they going how would Apple improve Disney theme parks? Wrong answers only. <laughs> um wrong answers only. Um There would be no obvious like you know just like there's no uh place to 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 check out at an apple store there would be no obvious entrance to the rides right but if you did find you it you would have, have a really to, long line be just the, the, you just have to find it yeah or That's or right. ask somebody in a blue shirt Try to like honestly i think that disney theme parks are in many ways apple-ish already so i don't have a great funny answer to this one i'm sorry yeah sorry Jason. yeah i remember i i the thing that i'll always remember and this was a long time ago now but we were st- we went to Disney World and we were at like, you know, the, standing at the like on the you know, fake dock on the fake lake. And you could hear like the sound of water lapping up like and I was like, and I was standing there like just looking at it and like thinking, wait a minute, this is a fake lake. This is there's no waves here and there are no boats going, you know, fast on this lake there. What the heck is it? And I look up and it's just, it's just coming out of a speaker. It's like they were piping in the sound of water lapping up to make it seem much more like you're down at the beach or something. It's just like, you know, we, that is crazy. Last week we were talking about uh, favorite podcast. I mentioned Judge John Hodgman and Hodgman talks non-jokingly, although he has fun with it, but he has a, a fear of underwater robots. So he hates certain attractions <laughs> at Disney parks where they have like underwater animatronics. Like he finds them extremely uncomfortable and doesn't like to do those. <laughs> 
It's not amazing. It seemed relevant okay. right here. Um, let's see. Listener CM Knox asks the following. How is your Tuesday going? <laughs> um, it's going okay. Uh, the uh, Karen... Karen was going to take a shower and she just, she put the puppy in the puppy pen and he just barks when he's in the puppy pen. So she was like, Oh wait, are you podcasting? I was like, yeah, I'm podcasting. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> well, we don't I think it. she, I think she took him into the bathroom. Um, and the other thing is that bird hit the window and is now sitting stunned on the front porch. Oh, wow. Um, so, but is alive. Yeah. Usually if you let them sit there for a while, they, they get they their wits their back bearings. and, then, yeah. they, and yeah. then they fly away and then die someplace else probably. But I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> my Tuesday's pretty good. You know, um, all my kids came home from camp on Saturday, and I finished um, being in a musical that I was in locally on Sunday. So, yeah. like, I feel like uh, everything's back to normal again, which is nice. Like, hey, oh. I got. Oh, we had a bummer last. We had a bummer last night though, because um, we had some friends over on Saturday, and then we found out last night that one of them had COVID. So, Uh-oh. so now we're stuck here for ten days or whatever, or we got to wear masks while we're out. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that was, um, and I was going to go out with a friend to, to a bar last night and couldn't do it. And honestly, the, the big, I mean, we could talk about COVID for hours. Let's not, but <laughs> it's very frustrating to me now that there are no good, um, at home tests. Like they basically say at home tests are not useful unless you're extremely symptomatic. <laughs> so, oh, is that not right? symptomatic, you know what? Yeah. Basically that like the, the latest variants are, have a much harder time testing positive if you're not showing oh. symptoms. Oh, very annoying. Okay. Um, Kelly F asked a question, except the tool that Dan has that imports these masks, the username and shows a giant user number instead. So I'm trying to figure out who Kelly F pointed this question to one second, stand by. Cause there's a pause while we tell other people to fuck off. So I'm going to get right. Okay. So it's to Lex Friedman pause to tell others to fuck off as prior podcast. So multi can fuck <laughs> off. I'm lucky in that my name isn't exactly common. But should I find a need to make mine distinct? Any suggestions as to what to do to secure my name slash views? This is uh, this is Kelly F making a, a light Lex Friedman reference. Uh, just get as much out there on the internet with your name on it. <laughs> that's that's the move. I named my business with my name in it just to try to take back my name from the other guy. <laughs> oh, and get a Wikipedia page. That seems to be helping a little bit too. When you go to his Wikipedia page, it says, did you mean me? And that's that's a joy. So just be notable, I guess. Is that right? It's a, did, did, did that is that, that all new? did happen? That it, it was it was fairly recent, yeah. But it's it did happen. Uh, it's very hard to Google for the Lex Friedman Wikipedia page because Google <laughs> assumes you mean the other guy. There it is. <laughs> and I won't ever click on that result, so I have to go search for myself in Wikipedia instead. It's the whole thing. I don't um, see. I don't see. Uh, I don't see the rebound on here. Hey, I I can't write it. That's the rule. <laughs> Other people can edit it. Listen, there's a lot of stuff I've done that I could be noteworthy for that's not on that thing. But listen, beggars can't be choosers. I'm just not fucking Friedman. Um, Yitz asks, were any of you ever in a situation where being high actually helped you to solve a problem better or more creatively? (laughs) Uh, It's been quite some time. So have to think don't really remember any of it <laughs> my, i guess my answer would be no however yeah, i don't think so i think there are certainly times where like 
any even thinking about just alcohol, right? Where where the inhibition lowering effect could lead to important conversations that you've been avoiding. So solve a problem of like mm. wanting to talk about a thing that's hard to talk about. I don't have a specific example in mind that I'm being coy about, but I feel like that's definitely a that's that's a sense memory that I have <laughs> of drinks yeah. loosening lips in a positive way to help talk through thorny issues. I've also seen them loosen the lips in negative yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I can barely even speak. <laughs> sometimes the lips fall right off your face. It's terrible. Uh, iFix.cz asks, have you done Barbenheimer? I've seen neither movie. I have also seen neither movie. Karen was supposed to go to Barbie tonight, but um, that has been pushed off. My, my oldest has not only seen both of those, but also saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and loved all three of them. And now I kind of want Yeah, I've heard it. good things about all three, actually, yeah. That's I don't I don't know if Oppenheimer's for me. I don't always love Christopher Nolan films. I'm sorry, World. Yeah, I don't. I don't always love them either. So, I love several. Right. I've loved uh, several of them though. Same. Um, Memento is really good. Although I, it's not one that I rewatch. I've never. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Uh, but I liked. The, I liked. The, you know, two of the Batman movies. Anyway, two right. and a half maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Like, oh, oh, I liked uh, the. Um, World War II, uh, one. And he's, he's Inception, too, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Is that right? Sound, it seems like it, right? Now looking it up. Uh, yeah, directed by, written and directed by yeah. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I like that yeah, one, too. That's a good, that's a good movie. Um, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That's the one. Mm. That's, a very, that's a very good movie. I like that a lot. Um, um, what else? What else has he done? <laughs> <laughs> so, Tenet, I, I didn't, I couldn't get into Tenet. Maybe, I, I, People say you need to watch it twice. <laughs> so, no, thank you. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was like, it's like a friend who really likes that movie Primer. And um, he's like, well, you need to read this thing before you watch it. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, not too reading for my movies. like some explanation of how the movie works before I watch the movie. Like, I thought it was super interesting, but I didn't enjoy it because it was so confusing. Um. And I'm not going to read like an explanation. Like there are a lot of people who also say things about the the alien, you know, like the the more recent alien movies, the prequels, um, mm. and uh, ha- like there's apparently some YouTube video that goes into great depth on on how brilliant they are. <laughs> I, I hear they're like, out of this world. You got to see, you got to see this before you see that. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not watching some other thing in order to make this thing palatable. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So I don't. I, I definitely want to see Barbie. I. Uh, obviously I've i do too yeah yeah i, I, I actually of, of the three of them that's the one i want to see the most yeah but i would like to see teenage i mean i actually i'd like to see the other two as well same so, same and yeah. uh, you know i i've been impressed recently by sometimes peacock seems to get good recent movies <laughs> like they had the mary movie and then they got some other movie that i want to watch uh, oh that that uh the tom hanks wes anderson one whatever that one's called and so I, I just After keep getting the City. sense that maybe Barbie's going to show up on Peacock sometime soon. So <laughs> that's what I'm rooting for. Is that how that works? You just do <laughs> I'm just rooting for it. That's how it works. Hmm. Uh, okay. It's probably a noble answer where it'll end up, but I, I, I mean, they're not going to, it's not going to start streaming soon since they're still doing great at the box office. I think. Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that movie's doing quite well. Jason's still. back with one more question today. Uh, are there any habits you developed during the pandemic that you've continued to this day? For example, I was thinking about how when I get groceries, I wash my produce before I put it away versus our previous practice of washing it right before use. Hmm. Uh, I certainly don't do that. I yeah. always wash it right before, right before use. Um, particularly yeah. because that, I mean, that's not really how the virus is transmitted. Right. You know, I mean, I understand how that 
could have happened. I I watched my hands differently. They were telling us to watch everything before. Exactly. (laughs) Early on. Like there was, you know, when, when washing your hands was the big thing. I mean, I always washed my hands, but I learned some new techniques that I enjoyed, like some some thumb work, <laughs> using the thumb to like scrub the palms more, mm. and like the the fingers interlocking for a little bit to get between them. Like I so it, yeah, it I think I probably do a better I probably washing. do a better job, a better more thorough job than I used to. I would say. I feel like there's other stuff too. I mean, I don't think I go out as much. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't go out. I don't as feel much. like that's an improvement though. I don't like that I've continued that habit. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's uh, you know, like and last it's, night. It's especially a struggle I right now. Couldn't go out. Like like you're saying, like it's it's obviously there's another big surge happening right now that people don't know acknowledge, and I get it. Like everybody yeah. is <laughs> sick of COVID and with, uh-huh. but I know more people with it now that i've known in some time and it's like it basically feels inevitable that you're going to get it again and like i've had a kid who had it twice i don't want him to get it a third time so it stresses me out all the time but he's going to go back to school yeah. and it's going to happen yeah thanks never today does not add it i mean wow. he's got it right now but we all seem fine right now so yeah, i mean wait. you seem better than fine <laughs> thanks Dust- i appreciate that dustin goldman asks does your ad deal with Rocket Money include any clauses where Rocket Money pays you more money if <laughs> Rebound listeners referred to Rebound, sorry, if Rebound listeners referred by Rebound to Rocket Money service, then use Rocket Money service to cancel their own recurring Rebound Prime memberships? <laughs> there are no recursive clauses in our... Dustin, in our do not cancel Rebound Prime. And nobody else no, should no. either. But yeah. no. Rebound Prime when, is great and Rocket Money is great. When you get high, you'll realize that, that subscribing to Rebound Prime is the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> And then finally, Mahir wants to know, if someone you know gave you access to the Apple Vision Pro dev kit, would you have written an article about it? Would you describe the app your friend was working on? No. <laughs> uh, what was the publication of this? Uh, so the, Rumors, uh, what was, was it? Was? was it Nine, or Apple Insider wrote Apple Insider. Uh, a piece yeah, about the Vision Pro. And yeah. Honestly, uh, no disparagement intended to the writer, uh, but what a piece of shit that story was. It felt like it was written by somebody who didn't speak English. <laughs> no disparagement to the writer. But do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it really, it seemed like it was written by somebody who, who doesn't know English. Or it, seemed like, it felt like it was written by an AI. And to be like, I'm not going to reveal any details. And then here's the hyper-specific thing that this developer is working on, which doesn't seem like a super common app type to be creating. It, yeah. all, it, it felt, I don't know. Listen, I think as a reporter, you have every right. If if somebody's going to violate their NDA and you can write about it, like that, that's reporting to me. I, I have no beef with that. But yeah. do better with the story. And then if you're trying to protect the person, protect the person. <laughs> this this felt very non-protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would I would certainly look at one and you know use that information, allow that information to inform my opinions about it. Obviously, um, but I don't think I'd write it up. I'm oh, also not that kind of, I'm also not that kind of writer, you know, like I don't, I don't write stuff like that. Really. <laughs> I write stupid jokes about technology. Well, the comments on that article also like not stressed me out, but disappointed me where people were like, great review. Nope. It's not a review. <laughs> it's not a review. <laughs> he had, I don't know, half an hour with the beta product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a, that's not okay. But yeah, but those are comments. So. 
Anyway, if yeah, you want to, that is literally the first. That is literally the first comment. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> right. you want to, well, um, I haven't refreshed this in a while, but yeah, a very informative review. Thank you. <laughs> if if you want to submit questions that can drive the conversation on this very podcast, prime.reboundcast.com. Rocket Money will help you cancel it later. Don't worry, but check it out, prime.reboundcast.com. <laughs> but then when you get high, you'll notice, you'll realize that you made a mistake, and you'll resubscribe. So just and stay subscribed. Yeah. I'm assuming that question, by the way, about getting high, was a reference to Steve Jobs saying that LSD was important to his career oh, so i well yeah i mean there's a, that's a that's a, a bridge i have not crossed so same could not tell you I'm but i do have i do know i know some people who speak very very highly of uh, the mind-altering effects of mushrooms so yeah i mean if if i had to get me to access <laughs> to safe and legal I don't know, mind-altering drugs that could be used for microdosing. Everything you read about microdosing suggests that it's actually super helpful. And I think that I'm not the first person people think of when they think of things like microdosing or other, I don't know, hippie-ish culture things. But the science on it seems very compelling to me. I just don't trust anything to get it since it's not legal. I'd like the government to regulate it. Or Amazon. Um you're probably never going to watch Star Trek Discovery, so I can spoil some of it for you. Please. But, um, the, there is a character. The, so the, the the premise of the show is that the ship has a has um, a a drive that allows it to fly through the mycelial network that connects the entire universe, and so it can go anywhere instantly um, by passing wow. through this this supposed um, imaginary network of, that is created by mushroom spores. <laughs> and so they use mushroom spores to drive the to power the ship, and the guy who um, is the creator uh, of the um, spore drive. And I'm trying to think, remember his first name um, is um, his name is Stamets and his first name is Paul. Yeah. Paul Stamets. And so, and that character is named after a guy who wrote a book about, <laughs> about mushrooms and the psychology psychedelic effects of of taking mushrooms and so i was out with these friends one night and they were talking repeatedly about paul stamets and i knew at the time that i was the only one who had seen star trek discovery and i swear i thought they were punking me i was just like they were talking about mushrooms and paul stamets and it was just like as if it was real and i was just like what is going on here because <laughs> i didn't know that there was an actual person named paul stamets who the character was based on <laughs> Uh, sorry, by the way, if we spoiled any Star Trek related things. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. Maybe if I had been high, that would have. That You'll be fine. All the dots. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is the listeners want us to do a show while high. Sure. Well, I don't know. We could talk. We could talk about it. Uh, the one that I have the hardest. Maybe we time... should. All, we should all be doing different different stuff. <laughs> yes, I can't imagine. I Dan think that would high. be really interesting. I think Dan will be happy to have a drink. I can't imagine Dan I'm... high though. No, I can't imagine Dan high either. I'm choosing to right now, but it's hard to imagine. I'm oh there it is not, i see it to not i'm choosing it. to not do that <laughs> i think he makes the same face as that one steve jobs photo where steve jobs is like laughing and deliriously happy that's what i think i would see <laughs> do you know the picture i mean i do not know the picture. all right well i'm gonna send it to you we'll, we'll put a link to it in the show notes if i can find it okay i suppose i can do that